We begin as you travel along a narrow path that stretches as far out as you can see. A plain of emerald green grass is cut off by a forest lined with trees that keep you from seeing what creatures and wildlife may hide inside. The rising sun greets your eyes with a blinding light as you pass into a clearing about half a mile from where the forest trees and the grassy plains meet. Many of your peers shield their eyes from the light, groans and yawns are exchanged, and it is fairly clear who in the group did not manage to get a full night's rest. Cheer up, freshmen! Come on, who are we? The bull dragons, you hear as your classmates whimper begrudgingly. I'm sorry, who? At this point, there's some hushed whispers and somatic gestures as a few students cast a spell and their voices are amplified, but in the same sort of unenthusiastic tone. The bull dragons, that's the spirits. You continue forward to a patch of grass that has been cut to form a clean circle. A little man stands in the center, and you immediately recognize him to be your new headmaster, Bun Bun Hidebottom. Hello, class. How are you all doing? And he waits for a response. Some of the students stand nervously, staring. This man has been said to have brought down the toughest of foes, heal entire towns, and be, in general, possibly the greatest wizard this plane has ever seen. We'll start with the Maxon. Um, could you describe yourself in this moment as the sun sort of is barely rising and you guys stand in the little plains? Well, he definitely did not get enough sleep last night, so he's just <laughs> barely pulling it together. <laughs> now, Maxon is a changeling, which means they have very uh, pale white skin. Their face kind of all blends together. And they kind of emit a sort of uh, almost luminescent property now. Maxon is also a cleric, which means that Maxon worships a god, and through that god is able to summon divine magic. Tell us a bit about your god. Okay, so essentially, um, the god that they follow is Leonai, and yeah, it's basically the goddess of benevolence, and wait, what else am I supposed to say here? That's fine. <laughs> that, that, that's good. <laughs> And as you uh, look towards this tiny man, what are your first impressions? Are you intimidated or are you excited or? At this point, he's just sort of like, you know, there's not enough proof to show that this guy actually has power. So I have to wait and see to see if he's actually worth his salt. And at that very moment, you see that he puts his hands together and lets out this loud clap as out of nowhere, you do see a little light show and then a tiny bulldog appears and you can see that this thing has wings a tail and as it's summoned you see it coughs a bit <coughs> and it belts out some fire from its mouth well he's terrifying now <laughs> oh can i go pet it yeah do you want to go pet it yeah okay coral goes and, and steps up to him and is like can i pet the little dog and as you see Coral step up, we see that Coral is a water genasi, which is a sort of elemental of water cut from the same sort of material as genies. And as Coral steps up, go ahead and make an animal handling check. Oh, God. Have fun. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a one. <laughs> so, no, no, oh, no, no. This creature's not vicious. However... You do see that as you sort of lean into pet, your 
emotions towards it kind of cause it to let out another cough as a huge bolt of fire comes spewing out at you. Give me a dexterity saving throw. If I can, I'll help her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, go ahead. You will have an advantage as Maxon is using the help feature to help you. All right. So, so Melissa gets to roll twice, actually. Okay. All right. And I then got that's a 13. 13? And that's a d20? Um, well, actually, since you're just helping, they technically just roll twice. Oh, okay. And that counts as you helping. So, okay. Um, Melissa, it looks, it looks to be like Melissa won't make it out of the way of this firebolt, but then at the last moment, Maxon actually pushes Coral out of the way, saving them from uh, singed clothing. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I do apologize. Um, Champ has been, uh, has had a bit of a cough lately, and it's... I don't. I think it's digestion or something. It's he. He's very happy to be here and see all your bright faces. I can see that we have a lot of potential here. And as you kind of look around, you see that there are various sort of uh, creatures and races of all kind here. You can see that there is a few sort of elven folk, some humans, and these cliques sort of tend to like stay together. However, there's also some of the more rare types of creatures to see. For one thing, it's very rare to see a water genasi in this part of the region. A changeling isn't very common either. And we also see that um, looking around in the crowd, we notice a half-orc. Now, JT, do you want to introduce your character a bit? <clears throat> well, uh, my character's name is uh, Agron. Uh, I'm a half-orc. It's not much, just a normal half-orc. You know, a little slow in the head, but he has heart and passion. Mm -hmm. We appreciate that. <laughs> He's also a mama's boy. Yeah. <laughs> and as Agron looks around and you see this kind of wooded area, what are your impressions? Is this like or unlike the sort of area that you come from? It's um, it's very unlike the area I've come from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to ask a question, mm -hmm. uh, what race is... Can I call him Bun Bun? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can call him Bun <laughs> The Bun Bun race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so what, so what race is Bun Bun? He, Just to clarify. It looks very apparent, and you would know it's something that he's very proud of. He is a halfling. Oh, okay, so he's a Ooh. halfling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, so he's puny. Then. Yep, he, he is very small. He is, it looks like around three feet-ish is how tall this man is. And then we look to see... A mountain dwarf, Thrain. How are you taking in this area? It isn't exactly a mountain, but I'm sure you're used to the wilderness. What's uh, your character's opinion on this area? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's great. That's good enough. <laughs> and you can see that he's kind of like looking you guys up and down. This seems to be a very great class. Wouldn't you agree, Alea? I would actually. These uh, these folks seem very uh, very charismatic, very strong. It looks like we have some interesting students this uh, this time around. How are you? Uh, how are you enjoying your orientation so far? Bun Bun asks you guys. I'm enjoying it so far. However, uh, I am worried for my classmate for the fireball that got thrown at her. Oh, I'm okay. Well, Oh, yes, yes. Well, I see that you were very, very quickly able to help your classmate. Though that was not intentional, I think that's a great exercise and shows some great potential. You see, adventuring is all about danger, and of course, death is always an option here. But we try not to indulge it too much. 
though it is about 5% likely that some of you will die. Um, we also know that many of you will go on to live great lives of riches and heroism and fame. And at that, you all see that the sun continues to rise. And at this point, it has uh, just overtaken the horizon. And I'm going to need all of you to roll initiative real quick. Ooh, nice. I have an eight. Wait, hold on, wait. Do I do... I have negative one initiative. I hate 14. Myself. 14. 16. 17. Is there a bonus for initiative? Yes, plus right one. Here. So that's technically a nine. Mm-hmm. So I have a 17. Okay, cool. And so the first thing you guys see is that as you guys are just standing in this little clearing um, right next to where the woods sort of meets the plains, you see this large creature kind of walk up to you. It seems to be a tree. And as this giant sort of tree walks towards you guys, you can see that it starts to gain some more humanish features. Um, it starts to gain a mouth and eyes. And you can see that its branches vaguely resemble arms. And this thing is probably about 20 feet tall. And as it draws nearer to you, it speaks and it says, Who disturbs my forest? Immediately, Maxon's face just goes just completely white. Like, he can't handle it. <laughs> Coral's reaction is a little bit different. She gets really excited. Oh, hello, Mr. Tree. Um, why are you talking? <laughs> Excuse me? Why am I talking? I am the forest protector here. Now, what are all of you doing in my forest? Uh, I have no idea, sir. Excuse me, excuse me, as you see Bun Bun kind of chime in. Um, l listen, um, we do have this space reserved, actually. I don't know if you talked to your superiors, but we are indeed within our rights to be here. And as you see Bun Bun kind of like start to converse with this thing, you guys have a bit of time to kind of mingle around, meet some of your classmates and or the other staff member who is there with you. So what do you guys uh, do right now? Can I approach the the school mascot? Yeah, yeah. What do you do? I want to pet it this time and see if it doesn't try to throw up on me with fire. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Give me an animal handling. All Good right. luck. That is a... That that's, is, that's a four. That's a four. Although it is a natural one. That makes two in a row. These are the first rolls, guys. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm loving this. Yeah, as you kind of like try and reach out, you notice instantly the same set of circumstances where this thing kind of like flinches and it coughs out this belt of fire. However, this time it looks to be twice as big. Can I throw a saving throw? Yeah, give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> that is a seven. And at this point, you see that these flames actually do manage to hit and you do take only one point of fire damage oh, as heavens. you see that your clothes, though, are actually a bit singed at this point. There also seem to be some kind of liquid in that fireball as well. And, um, yeah, your, your clothes are a bit, uh, a, bit, a bit on the dirty side. I need to find a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you that's slobber. <laughs> Probably. Since Coral's a water genasi, she, she comes up, she's like, oh, maybe you could go in that stream over there. Are you sure that's a good idea? I'm sure there's nothing in there at all. 
I don't sense anything, at least, but it has been a while since I've been to the ocean. Well, I might as well give it a try. So do you um, go ahead and uh, step inside the river? Reluctantly. So, yeah, as you step inside the river, you notice that the water is very cool and running. It's not very strong to the point where it would carry you away, but it's kind of like a nice flowing brook that's just kind of leading down the path, and it goes as far down as you can see. Uh, okay. <laughs> Coral also has the shape water thing, mm-hmm. so she kind of just keeps a nice area, like puts a wall around them, and it's just like, okay, you can clean yourself now. Like, well, I thank you. <laughs> just yay. Gets all the slobber stuff off. So, Coral, give me a perception check. Uh oh. I can Uh-oh. already see it now. Jesus, three ro- ones in a row. <laughs> Okay, so the RNG gods. Yeah, you are a bit too focused on actually shaping this water to be kind to be aware of anything else in your surroundings. So this it comes bad. as a big surprise when um, Maxin is just kind of bathing themselves, having a bit of a clean down from what just happened. When you do see a giant sort of uh, tentacle reach out of the water. Um, go ahead. And again, Maxon, you'll have to make one more dexterity saving throw. Watch me cry. Wait, hold on. That's an that's an eight. Okay, that that's more promising add, than before. Add your dex. So you got a nine. That's plus dex. Yeah, you do get grabbed by this tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> no winning. Now just turn in real anime real quick. That's all I can think right now. At this point, after that does happen, Coral, you're very aware that this has just happened. What's your reaction? What what, what do you choose to do? Oh, no. Please I'm call for try, help. I'm gonna try and do um firebolt at it. Ooh, okay. okay. Alrighty. Okay, so it's gonna let me see if it hits. <laughs> so I have an eight. So eight. So you see that this firebolt strikes very true to the target however it aims more towards whatever is under the water and the firebolt just goes out as it just plops into the water and you hear this as it goes out oh man and um yeah that was your action thrain give me a perception check to see if you notice because uh the rest of you are just with the class uh, it's a d20 right yes uh, it's a natural 20. So. Oh, so yeah, oh, you nice. instantly notice not just that um, your classmates are a bit further off from the group, but you also see this tentacle that's wrapped around one of your other classmates. What's uh, What do you do? I'm going to take my hand axe and I'm going to jump into the river and try and... Cut the tentacle. Wait, I must ask, is Maxon still like butt naked at this point? Or is he close? Was Maxon butt naked at the first part? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, yeah, were Wait, you butt naked? I have no yeah. idea. Let's well it's up to you. Did you take your clothes off? <laughs> I mean Coral did put up a wall for you. But Coral does not wish to see that. That's a good point. <laughs> but you Let's also did get grabbed you. though. You got grabbed by the tentacle. <laughs> Can he at least be wearing some we'll sort assume, of underwear? Yeah, we'll assume yeah, that you are in okay. your sort of boxer briefs. That like It's still embarrassing yeah, for him. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> as you get grabbed, let's go ahead and see. So you run at this thing and you're going to like jump into the river and try and hit it? Oh, yes. Okay, so go ahead and give me a, an attack roll. 
Look at you. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you do manage to jump in and you get very close to this creature. However, as you bring your axe down, it just barely sways off the path. It's very hard to sort of aim at this creature when the water is kind of diffracting the image. So, yeah, that's a big miss. And Maxin, it looks like it's now your turn. What are you doing as you see all these people struggling to save you? <laughs> that, that's a, oh gosh, I feel bad for all of y'all. Just... All at once. Y'all are just suffering. <laughs> uh, what can I do? I'm sorry, Maxon. I know. I'm sorry for myself. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Is there a way for me to just like... Wait. I'm a changeling. Can I just turn into like a fish and just slip out of its grasp? Oh so this is one thing that I found about changelings is... You can very easily change into humanoids who you've seen before. However, it's not so easy to take the shape of an animal. Darn. You could definitely try it. However, you won't gain the actual abilities of the animal. You would just kind of look like it. <laughs> so it's almost like a, just like a decoy uh, appearance? Yeah. yeah. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the whatever's grabbing you would be more enthusiastic then because they're like oh this is easier to eat yeah. <laughs> wow i was going i was going for a human but a fish okay hmm what about a snake you could try <laughs> i will tell you the less humanoid the creature the harder it's going to be to change into it <laughs> good luck let's try the snake okay oh my God. so yeah this is an arcana check Ooh. okay so that's a plus one okay let's see Come on, it's a, a four. four. So you try and morph your body to resemble a snake. However, as you do so, you just manage to change one of your arms kind of into a little uh, sort of tentacle thing. And that's all you were really able to accomplish out of that. So yeah, you're now a uh, changeling, but you have a little uh, snake arm. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the roll? You could have attacked one. That's well, troubling. we're down to our last uh, PC. Uh, Agron, <laughs> what do you do? Well, um, I'm still with the class, so I don't know if I, I'm able to... Oh, right. Give me a perception check to see if you even see what's going on. Please. Uh, oh, see. look. That's promising. That's 15. So, yeah, you see, you don't quite notice what creature is grabbing, but you do see something is holding on to one of your classmates. Help. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Let's see. What can I do? Yeah, I just charge at it uh, to get closer look, and I uh, just randomly swing my axe, my my great axe, mm, at okay. whatever it's holding my. Yeah, give me a hit me. check. Ooh, oh yeah, that that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. For some reason, I thought that said ninety one. <laughs> Nine damage. Nine damage. So you're actually close enough to where you can see that the creature down below looks to be some sort of uh, octopus, but it looks fairly bigger than a normal octopus. Not anything huge, but it looks to be maybe around 20 feet tall, 20 feet long, <coughs> and pretty wide. And you actually manage to sever the tentacle that is currently gripping onto Maxon. Well, he screams as he falls, so. <laughs> yeah. He just, just completely just splashes into the water. Yeah. Give me another deck save to see if you can catch yourself. I want to see if I break my bones at this point. Oh, no, that's a 17. Yeah, so you are able to sort of catch yourself and land on your feet, and you Lucky. now have your bearings again. Though oh. you are in your uh, boxer briefs. 
Maxine, where can are you my please clothes? put on some pants? Where are my clothes? <laughs> I think I see them floating in the water. Oh, man. <laughs> so Coral um, goes and uses her shape of water and kind of picks the pants up and then drops them on the ground. Here you so, go, Maxine. Thank one you. thing is, though, um, shape water will not work as long as there is a living creature in the water. <laughs> Darn it. Oh, no. <laughs> we got to backtrack now. Never mind. So wait, there wasn't a wall as Maxton was taking No, there was off. up until that thing showed up, I think, right? Yeah, like you could. So the thing is, the clothes are very nearby. So you could try and grab them. However, they're not out of range to where you could actually use shape water because Maxon is so close to them. How close am I to his clothes? Uh, about 15 feet away. Can so I go do get I just them? need to back up? Yeah, you can go ahead and go ahead and just give me a sleight of hands check. Whoever wants to try and reach for these things, you'd all be close enough to walk towards it. Oh, I have negative one sleight of hand. I have 18. Oh, so yeah, you are definitely, you are able to grab the whole set of clothing. Okay, well, since when Maxton fell in the water, he doused me in water, I chuck his clothes at his head. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a strength check. Please hit me hard. Wait, I lost my strength. (laughs) I'm sorry. uh... Where'd it go? Oh, oh, it's over uh, 23. So yeah, these things... uh, belt you in the head and luckily they're not damage well they're not that heavy so they don't actually do damage however because they are sopping wet they do start dripping onto you thank you just thank you Thrain. <laughs> you're welcome now you do notice this creature is still uh in the water and still moving though one tentacle is cut off um go ahead and coral what's uh your what are you gonna do to this creature if anything um how far away am i from it probably about um 30 feet okay um i'm gonna try acid splash mm-hmm. oh that sounds fun not for the person experiencing it <laughs> <laughs> so they have to get a 13 so yeah that's a big fail go ahead and roll some damage should be 1d6 oh yeah a six Ooh, so yeah, you see that this thing kind of like backs off and you can see that its eyes get filled with acid as you sort of send some of it out towards the creature. I'm sorry, but you (laughs) hurt my friend. (laughs) My heart. (laughs) What what does Thrain do at this point? You can see that the creature is kind of like taken aback and it needs a second to gather its bearings. Can I kick it? You can kick it. Okay, why would you want to kick it? I'm just going to I'm going to kick it. <laughs> Do it. Don't kick it too hard, please. It still has feelings. So an unarmed strike is plus seven. So plus oh, seven. Oh, wait, no, then that's a 25, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, 25. Ooh, you hit yeah, that that's, uh, that's a big hit. You hit it straight in the eye. You kick one of its eyes, and you can see that it shuts, and it doesn't open back up. Ooh, does that mean I get to take my turn? Also, it takes six damage. And yes, you do get to take your turn. I want to use my crossbow now. (laughs) (laughs) So you're actually right next to this thing. So using a ranged weapon would actually give you disadvantage on it. Oh, so should I just use my maze? Um, That's up to you. You can use the bow if you want. Okay, but which one's going to be stronger? Definitely the mace. Let's use the mace. Okay. I'm aiming for the other eye now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just the D20. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see that Maxim brings it's down. <laughs> they bring down their mace, and they aim straight for the eyes. However, 
they kind of miscalculated how much force it would take. So as they bring it down into the water, it just stops and kind of lightly taps the creature on the face. <laughs> I love this. Maxon, I think that was a bit too soft. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, just, I think I got nervous. Agron, what's up? <laughs> you are the last in the initiative ladder. What is your turn? All right. So um, earlier, did I cut off the tentacle? Yes. Yes. All right. Great. Octopus meat. <laughs> Ooh, All right, so um, please be responsible with that meat. You gotta recycle it. <gasps> oh yeah, <gasps> Ooh, I will. We could make calamari. <gasps> please, yes, I love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What Thrain is disgusted. <laughs> All right, Thrain doesn't like sea creatures. <laughs> Thrain doesn't even know what's. He, he lives in a mountain. He doesn't even know what the <laughs> f- we're fighting. <laughs> He doesn't even know what an octopus is. <laughs> it's just like we're a tentacle water monster. Yeah. Where are our custom wait, wait, wait. sound Does effects? Does that mean, do you even know what a fish is? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have fish in the mountain? <laughs> wait, yeah. Fish? You have to have like streams or something like surrounding the mountain. So you know I what? Mean, like, well, like I'm a, not an octopus I, though. You know, so I, I don't know what the octopus is, but yeah. I know what a fish is. Yeah, sir, sure. Oh, okay, okay. No, because mm-hmm. I was say like, you know, if you're one of those dwarves that lives inside the mountain like how the no yeah we're mining <coughs> dwarves yeah yeah like mining dwarves but they still gotta find some sort of food yeah eat what, what's in the caves with us i don't rocks. know oh, okay. bats yeah you I can eat bats. just eat rocks <laughs> <laughs> so agron what are you doing to this thing all right so uh i i try to you know finish what maxim can do mm-hmm. i go for the eye mm-hmm. uh i swing my uh great axe at it try to more like, more, not like trying to hit it, more like trying to scoop it out. Oh, Ooh. I see. So like shovel. scooping it out. Yeah, you can make a hit check. But yeah, that's this will be to see if you're able to do that. Coral right. looks away. That's... Can I just move to cover her eyes that's just a nine. for extra? That's a nine. Yeah. So you try and you were able to get your great axe under this thing, but it's not budging. And at this point, you see that it just squirts out this dark liquid at all of you guys so everyone go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw i got 12 i got a five rest in piss i got nine nine and three 14 14 so um agron and coral both of you manage to open your eyes while <laughs> this thing squirts this liquid out at you kind of like horrified uh what's to come and you guys are both very blind right now oh no <laughs> get inked you also take one damage oh Don't you have to roll for that. each of us uh no we'll say you both took one okay that's that's good now at eight hp take the blessing while you still can and with that, you see this creature start to scurry away. What? And stay out! <laughs> My question is, Coral, you're next. Do you let it go? Oh, yeah. She loves She's like, too nice. creatures. So this thing gets away, though you are left with a single tentacle. Can we please eat it for, like, for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought I caught dibs on it already. I mean, you already did, but like, <laughs> you didn't actively harvest it, just saying. That's that's. I was trying he to was help the you one guys. that cut it off. Well, he cut it off, but he didn't say he put it in his inventory. Does Agron put it in their inventory? Am I still blind? Yes. Oh, You'll have to yeah. make a check to see if you can grab it. It'd be sleight of hands, but with disadvantage. Right. Ooh, I'll do fun. that. 
and two and a four. So yeah, that's you, five. Yeah. Oh right, five, right. Five and seven. So right, it's five. So you reach randomly into the water, just kind of like trying to grab it, and you are not able to find it. You are able to find a rock though that you pull out. What's the rock do? It's just a rock. They were just grabbing whatever they. Do I know that it's a rock? No. Oh I mean, you know God, that it's. Give me an intelligence it. check. This is fairly easy to know it's a rock, by the way. But let's see. Remember, he's stupid. Can we roll it disadvantage? <laughs> what was it? That's an 11. Okay. So, yeah, you know it's a rock. I mean, you don't know anything about it, but you definitely are able to tell that the way, the feeling, it's a rock. All right. Uh, be mad that I couldn't, you know, pick it up. I pick up the, uh, no, picking up the uh, tentacle. Mm-hmm. I just grab the rock that I picked up and just chuck it at a random place. Okay, make sure. Mic, okay, please. I think we all have to roll just to make sure it didn't hit one of us. I was us. gonna say, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do a luck roll. Oh, no. I got a three. It just definitely so y'all does know. hit one of you. Wait, um, wait. I'll roll a d4 to see who it hits. One, wait. two, three, four. It goes straight for Max. <laughs> As it pelts so you in the head beautiful. and you take two damage I as don't this like thing this. smacks into your cheeks. Just so you know, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm at five HP. Look at what you did to me, bro. Oof. <laughs> Give me a perception check, anyone. I got... Wait. Let me, let me Maxon, go. you are very distracted by this rock that just pelted you in the face. I mean, I'm not surprised. You're, you're kind of almost dizzy. You definitely don't notice anything in your surroundings. Wait, uh, so if me... I'm still blind, if I do it, do I do I have a disadvantage? Yeah, you have disadvantage, and it'll right, also be it. very high. I'm gonna just say that Maxon's like just he's just it's, he's filled with rage. <laughs> Coral's just kind 13, of standing there, yeah. not knowing what 13. to do. So you kind of squint your eyes and trying to like get all this ink out, trying to see what's around you. You can notice that the rest of your class is actually moving forward. Wait, so I know that they're moving forward? Yeah, they're moving towards the woods. Wait, so I'm the one that's just being stupid and isn't aware, right? Uh, no, Coral yes. and I haven't rolled. Yeah, Coral okay. I'll, I'll roll. and Thrain do not necessarily know. Disadvantage. Y'all, you had a five. Wait. Oh, I got an eight. So, yeah, you are too distracted to actually notice the class leaving. I'm kind of just watching what's going down in front of me. I got a 17. So, Thrain, <laughs> you also notice. Yeah, you're the only one who is kind of in the right headspace right now, and you notice immediately as you turn around, you see that the entire class is moving away from you guys right now and heading closer into the woods. I think I'm just busy trying to tr- uh, channel in my goddess Lay and I just to keep myself mm-hmm. calm enough to not be so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to use the seagull scream we pre-recorded <laughs> yeah 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 mm-hmm. coral so yeah and just um, like a raven thrain, crow <laughs> thrain and agron do you guys say anything about the class leaving yeah i was actually thinking i was gonna grab these two and start following the class okay just grab me from behind the shirt just yeah i'm just grabbing you by the collar <laughs> i'm nicer to coral but because <laughs> <laughs> my uh, dumb self so since we're still by the uh like the water area mm-hmm. 
And I just like wipe my face off with the wipe the ink oh, off my face. Right. Yeah, yeah. And as you do that, you are able to get rid of your blindness condition. Right. Can we do the same for her, Coral? Um, Coral's actually going to use her shape of water and just pick up the water and splash it on her eyes. And we're and all Gucci. smart. Cool. And as everyone else has now left the water, you are able to control this water and manipulate it around your eyes. And yeah, you are no longer blind. Yay! And so, uh, are you guys running to catch up? Are you kind of like walking along, or how are you guys uh, headed towards your class? Are they disgruntled? Um, are they, you know, going by the water? Like, are they? No, trying... they're oh, going. Okay. The I was going to say she direction. can just kind of swim, but um, she's just going to probably run, okay, like a jog. Yeah, well, uh, and... for me, I'm still trying to, you know, get that tentacle that cut <laughs> off earlier. Oh, okay. Wait, so do you have do you have the even roll for that? Assist? It's like right there in. Yeah, you know. we'll assume that you're able to pick it up right. fairly easily at this point. <laughs> you're no longer in the water. You're no longer blind. It's fairly right. easy. Just don't slip and slide out of your hand. It's yeah. just there. Hello, it's me, your dungeon master, Joseph Bocanegra. I wanted to take a second to thank everyone involved in the process of making Bulldogs and Dragons Milestone Academy a real thing. Our group of collaborators has grown since we started the project, and I'm so grateful to everyone who helped make this podcast possible. Firstly, that cool intro music you heard, as well as the shorter pieces that accompany suspenseful events, were all created by Clayton Woolsley. Thank you so much, Clayton. The music sounds awesome. Secondly, Thank you to Samantha Orozco, who designed an amazing Bull Dragon logo that you can see on the podcast's album art. I won't pretend I know anything about logo design, but man, does it rock. Of course, thank you as well to the talented cast of players we have. Melissa Brandon taking on the role of Coral, the Water Genasi Sorcerer. Ben Nearing as Thrain, the Mountain Dwarf Ranger. JT Chang, otherwise known as Agron, the Half-Orc Fighter. And Michael, who plays Maxon, the Changeling Cleric. It's been a blast running D&D with them, and their playstyle always delights me. I'd also like to give a big thanks to the Blended Arts Club, who supported this idea, helped put together a cast, and provided the equipment we use to record this podcast. Last but not least, thank you for listening to this show. Because of you, we all got the chance to come together and make this project. Thank you so much. And now, back to orientation. As you guys run along, you see that some of your classmates look at you guys a little funny, kind of like, why, you know, why are you guys all wet? And don't ask. <laughs> there was a tentacle monster. That's a don't ask. <laughs> they didn't ask. Oh. <laughs> His face is going red because he just knows about the entire, I'm in my boxers. So, yeah. Oh, wait, are you still not No, 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 no. It is implied that my clothes are back on, but he's just still embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. That's what I say. You run back to the class, you know, not wearing your clothes. Uh, no. That's worse. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> and you see this orc look at you guys and... You can see that it's along with the class, but it kind of looks to you and it says, What? Why are you all wet? We sort of got into a uh, fight with this octopus monster, and um, here we are. What? What octopus monster? Why Why you no ask for help? 
Well, we sort of were busy trying to get me free from uh, its grasp because I was close to dying. Next time you see Octopus Monster, you call for me. Thank okay. you. It's <laughs> just terrified now. And you see that this uh, elfin uh, person kind of looks to you see you guys talking to the orc. And they step up to the orc and they say, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Calm down, Charles. Um, hello. I am Cole. You can see that they kind of look to be some kind of a high elf. They have this uh, instrument on their back that looks to be some sort of viol. And he kind of uh, is looking toward this orc who you now know is called Charles. Okay, no, no, calm down, calm down. You don't, you don't want to get angry, please. This is Charles. Um, he's, uh, he is my friend, and he, he's a, he, he gets angry very easily. He wasn't okay. getting angry with us. Oh well, that that that's great. Just be very careful what you say to him. Okay, it's no problem. He's just he's still shaking up. And then <laughs> and then Coral goes and like greet greets both of them. Like, oh, I thought you were gonna pat his Coral. head. Oh God, no. <laughs> Coral isn't that stupid. My name's Charles. Hi, Charles. I'm Coral. And Hello. I'm Maxon. What? What? Why is your skin blue? It's not racist. No, that's not racist. Stop. <laughs> well, I guess it's it, not. I guess it's it would not. be. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was born from the sea. Well, at least my people kind of were. So yeah, I'm blue. You see, he kind of scratches his head, struggling to take this all in. Um, my, my apologies. He comes from a very uh, isolated area. Oh, it's okay. Most people don't know of us, anyways. We're kind of isolated near the ocean. I will say I've seen very few water ganassis in my time. And uh, is it pronounced Genasi or Ganassi? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Genasi. I do believe it's <laughs> one's Whichever way you prefer, honestly, we forgot how to pronounce it over time, too. Oh, I see. I see. Well, my name is Cole. Um, you all seem to be not of this area. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah, I, I come from quite a ways away. I come from the sea. <laughs> <laughs> and you see this very cheesy smile on uh, <laughs> on uh, Coral's face. Well, that's very fascinating. Um, I, I look forward to adventuring with you folks. You too, Cole. And he kind of like uh, pulls uh, Charles back to the group. And you see that... Yeah, you guys are probably some of the more interesting of the people here. A lot of them actually seem to be humans and elves, or more of the common folk, like uh, gnomes. These people all have, like, uh, almost cliques. It looks like a lot of them already know each other, and they have already sort of formed bonds. Many of them are probably even from this area. And you see Bun Bun leading the charge. And as you sort of tune in, you notice that he's been kind of touring the area. And over here, we have... Well, let me tell you a bit about this area in general. This is our satellite campus. Now, uh, you may be wondering, why are we meeting here? Well, as sort of a preliminary sort of thing, we will unfortunately be having an exam today. However, there's no writing involved, so it should be up your guys' alley. One prerequisite for entering the academy is that you do have some knowledge of the field you are pursuing. So we like to consider you all level one adventurers already in your own right. Now, should you do well on your exams today, you will 
immediately have access to level 2 skills that we will be teaching you. Should you do not so well, you may have to do some remedial classes and get something going to bump up your grades. Be wary, this is an exam, so what you do today will decide how uh, your semester will be. And you see that there's a lot of like panicked faces among the crowd. A lot of them weren't aware that today would be an exam. The Coral first day. Coral was also a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah, so was Maxon. He's just straight up like, what the? <laughs> Bird noise. <laughs> same, same, for, same thing for Aegon, you know. <clears throat> not being smart and all. <laughs> well, now, I mean, it's not a pen and paper exam. Now you, you all will be given a sort of task this will play into your grade however this is meant to be done individually but feel free to mingle with your friends and get some help this is a lot less of the points that will be graded today however this is sort of just to get your feet wet so to speak and at that he turns to you guys and he notices that all of you guys are wet we already did that sir oh great well it looks like we have some real adventurers today and he kind of like we're already level twos <laughs> cross our fingers unfortunately not no As he he kind of brushes it off and you can tell this isn't the strangest thing he's seen on orientation day oh no <laughs> now we will be drawing random tasks some of them may feel a little more at home with what you're already used to however they will be completely random so everyone go ahead and roll for me a d6 I got a one. I just rolled a one. How, I, wait, one. What? <laughs> you guys got three ones. Okay, what did you get? A three? A three. A three. Fourth? Wow. Just, oh. We're doing great today. I mean, it's not like a one isn't bad in this case. It's just, how'd you all get this? Okay, well. <laughs> My new dice really suck. They're cursed. I mean, I think all of us got cursed. Jeez, okay. Just the RNG god. Yeah, RNGesus is not with you guys today. <laughs> nope. Okay. So you all got a one. That means all of you will be in charge of bringing back a vial of spider venom. That sounds terrifying, but also fun. Oh, I forgot to mention it's giant spider venom. Coral is very afraid of bugs. <laughs> I- I'm with them. The ocean Thrain. kept her safe. Thrain, your task as given to you on a little slip of paper is to capture a hummingbird and bring it back safely. Oh, have fun. <laughs> I guess we got lucky. Very amused. <laughs> I mean, giant spider. You're lucky as relative. A, a good point. <laughs> That's true. You can't kill it, though, Thrain. <laughs> That's my problem! Okay. <laughs> Please don't hit it. Yeah, I have a feeling Thrain's gonna, you know, maybe go into a rage mode and get mad and I try to kill see. it. I want to see. Yeet that little thing. <laughs> Now, we will be doing our quests. As soon as you complete your quest and bring back any associated items, come see me. I'll be standing right here, and we'll continue with the next part of the exam. Now, time is ticking, so let's get to it. And you see that at that point, there's like a bit of hesitation from the class. And then you see, like, all the students just freak out and they start, like, panic running towards the forest. And you can see that everyone's just like, oh, God, oh, God, okay, okay, uh, um, um, I, got, I gotta find a dire wolf. And you see that there's, like, this giant metal figure who looks to be almost just, it almost looks like they're just a walking set of armor. 
And you you know that river you were just in? They barrel straight into the river and just go like down. You see their entire body just disappears into the river as they just belt straight for it. I love whoever this person is. <laughs> are they going to be okay? Who are you saying that to? Just in general. Oh, so the only person there is Bun Bun Hidebottom. And they look to you and they say, oh, yes, that's Proto. He is a... Very um, unique student in that he is the first Warforged. Give me a history check if you know what a Warforged is. What the hell is a Warforged? <laughs> Looks like OP doesn't know. <laughs> come, on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Nine. Nine. So you don't know much about these things. You don't come from a place where these are <laughs> no. very common at all. So he turns to you and he says, yes, he is a Warforged, which means that... Well, there was a time when we needed more soldiers out on the ranks, and so they set to create soldiers. However, in doing so, they were able to create very uncanny sort of life-filled creatures that seem to have their own personalities. And though it's been a very bumpy ride advocating rights for them, it seems that we now have our first Warforged to join the Academy. And, well... He doesn't need to breathe, so he'll be fine, to make a long answer short. Coral's face is very, very confused at this point. She does not understand this. <laughs> she came from, like, a monastery yeah. in the ocean. Yeah, now there's, like, the living robots. That's mortifying. <laughs> she, she really... Uh, can they reproduce? And he looks to you <laughs> with this look of, like, I don't want to talk about this. And so he's like... Well, you guys better get going. Um, you, you don't have much time. You do only have until sunset to complete not just this task, but the second part of the exam. So, go ahead. Wait, so are we in groups right now, then? No. Um, so, wait, so, hold on. Wait, so uh, what about the, all the ones that rolled the ones? Can but, we be in a group? So, here's the thing. is like Yeah, you guys, I was going to get there. No, <laughs> you guys can get help from whoever you want. Just the only... Um, prerequisite to this is that you have to complete your task so if you help someone else with their task that's fine but that doesn't help you necessarily but yeah you guys can split into whatever kind of groups you want what are your first actions i mean yeah you're all together at this point because everyone else has left and you guys are all a little more wet a little more uh sort of in tune with like trying to get a feel for your surroundings considering you weren't able to do that previously so uh yeah what are you guys doing i might as well go solo um what are our tasks again? I know we rolled a one, and what was that? I forgot oh, to write right. that down. So the three of you who rolled a one are in charge of getting spider venom from a giant spider. How many? Um, just... You just need like a little vial, and like one with each. your note came like a little glass vial that you have to fill up. Okay. Come on, Liz. Let's go find a big giant spider. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so Agron, are you big enough to take out a giant spider? Why do you get to kill things and I don't? <laughs> <laughs> that's just how luck works. Well, yeah, that, that's just Drain, how luck do you want to trade? Can we do that? No one asked. Can we? Or have we left? No, bon bon? and Bun Bun's still there. He, he's I just going to stay bon there the bon? whole time. Yeah, so what are you asking? Uh, can we switch tasks? Oh, um, unfortunately, no. And he, he takes your slip <laughs> and like he takes Coral slip and he hands you back each other slip. And you see that it still says the same thing. Yeah, um, interesting thing about these papers, they were bound to you, so they will say whatever goal you were first given. 
I look ready to punch Bumble. <laughs> Good luck with that. Can he? I just want to know if he can. No, I mean, and you can if you no, want No, I'm going to gonna stomp off into the forest and find myself a ah. hummingbird. <laughs> Good luck. Well, since you were the first to go ahead and uh, declare that, go ahead. Give me an investigation check. <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, 21. Oh, so, 21. yeah, you come from a mountain area, and in general, you know nature, so it's fairly easy to find the sort of place where hummingbirds would hang out, and you even spot the nest of what looks to be a small bird, so what do you do? I will say it seems to be about 25 feet up a tree. Don't shoot it. <laughs> no, can I climb the tree? Yeah, give me either athletics or acrobatics, whichever you would use to climb. Uh, 15. 15. As you force your way up this tree, you notice that you are shaking and rumbling it a bit. But you do make it up to where the nest is, and you see a egg inside. I'm going to take the egg. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <clears throat> and so... Uh, he didn't tell me what time. stage the hummingbird had to be in. He just said I had to get him a hummingbird. <laughs> That's true. That's You're not true. wrong. And so, yeah, you pocket the egg. Please don't and crush I'm like, it. Go back to the clearing. No, no, no. Something so, bad's uh, going to happen. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Or how, how are you getting down? Are you climbing down? Oh, my down? God. Yeah, I'm going to try and climb down. Okay, then go ahead. Athletics or acrobatics. Oh, no. Nine. Nine. Oh, no. So it takes a long time. And yeah, again, you shake this tree very violently. And the nest falls off the tree. You, you hear the little flapping of wings like... <gasps> And you see this hummingbird fly into where the nest was and look around very confused. Take it, take it, Yo, take you it. You just destroyed a little hummingbird's family. No, it was the just the egg home. is still alive. <laughs> still, it doesn't have its baby anymore. Wait, you wait, stole wait, wait. it. How many eggs did you take? Or how many one, eggs? There was only there was one, egg. one egg. So you there just, just destroyed one the house. Egg. That's all that. Yeah, all you that just you destroyed did. someone's house. <laughs> okay, well, how do you feel about that? You do. However, you notice that the hummingbird starts flying around you, and you can see that it's kind of like looking everywhere, and it's slowly closing in on where you kept the egg. Which did you put it in a bag or in your pocket? In my pocket. So it's oh, no. slowly getting closer and closer to where you have it in your pants. Well, I'm just going to keep walking. Mm -hmm. It can mm -hmm. uh, have fun with that. Yeah. Okay. As you continue to walk, are you walking back towards Bun Bun yes. to turn in your quest? So as you walk back towards Bun Bun, you see that there's like this little moment where the hummingbird looks straight at this little bump. And then it looks straight at you. And it flies straight towards your face. Well, I'm going to swat at it. <laughs> Just capture it and put it in your pocket. Exactly. So give me a hit. Mom and baby can be rude. Uh, what? You're gonna murder uh, go that ahead bird. And whatever you want to hit with, add plus seven to it. Oh my that sounds good. God. With the d20, right? Mm -hmm. Distraction. So Fifteen. Fifteen. So um, as you try and swat at this thing, it veers off to the left and veers off to the right. And though these things are very fragile, they're very used to moving around quickly. And you see that it goes straight towards your face and it pecks at it. Oh. And um, it does not hit. However, you can see that it's very angry now at this point. What's your reaction? Please capture it. 
You have two prizes for the teacher. That's extra credit, right? Right? <laughs> I don't think he'll do that. <laughs> no, because now I'm pissed. <laughs> no, no. Y'all are still over with Bun Bun. I'm by myself. Let my rage flow. We are your conscience. Don't, don't kill the mama bird. She just wants her baby. <laughs> You kidnapped her child. <laughs> we are your conscience. Is there any way I can get far enough away from the hummingbird for just a quick respite so it's not after me? Uh, oh, like try seconds. and run away from it? You could definitely do that. Um, Go ahead and give me an athletics check. 20. So, uh, oh, wow. Well, like, it was a natural 20. Natural yeah, 20? So, yeah, you run. You're probably one of the faster ones from your class anyways. That combined with the fact that this thing is making you angry, and so you're just like, whatever, I just need to get as far away from this thing as possible. Yeah, you are very easily able to run through the forest and just like duck between trees and avoid this thing until eventually you notice that it's not behind you. And you look a little further back, it's searching for you, but it's far enough away to where it's having trouble locating you. Dude, that is so mean. You just kidnapped its child and destroyed its home. <laughs> okay, but you didn't even capture it. I have bird. all of my stuff with me, right? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to pour the contents of my tinderbox out into my backpack. So it's just like free-flowing. Oh, okay. I'm going to take the egg, stick it in the tinderbox. I'm just going to like leave the tinderbox open with the egg right there. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're leaving it for its mom? Mm-hmm. No, it's a capturing tactic. Oh. Because once like, she gets inside, I'm going to close it. Um, you do notice that after a while, this hummingbird flies closer and closer to the egg until it locates it. And you see that it does indeed go inside this tinderbox and kind of like nuzzle at the egg. And it's trying to keep this thing warm. So then I close the box. Give me a sleight of hands check. Ooh, uh, 14. 14. Yeah, you close this thing very abruptly, and you can hear like this little fluttering inside as this thing freaks out, just like and it's kind of hitting into the walls. But yeah, you now have a hummingbird inside the tinderbox. Alright, I'm heading for Bun Bun. Okay. Carefully and- holding this <laughs> tinderbox. And we cut to everyone who got a 1, so you guys have been sort of like getting ready to go actually find a giant spider. What, are, what does that look like? What are you guys doing? What's your plan? Uh, Coral kind of just walks into the nearest bit of forest and just keeps walking trying to find it. Do you guys follow along or? I go my own separate way. Mm. And I'm just sort of like, wherever the thickest wooded area is, it, in the most line of sight, I feel like that's just... Because, you know, dark areas, yeah. spiders like it. So, like, I'll go there. And what about Agron? Um, I guess I'll just... <clears throat> Let's see. Please go yeah. with Coral. Yeah. Uh, I follow uh, Coral. Okay. So, um... you know... I feel like she has fighting spirit. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I feel like you just feel like, yeah, she's weak. She's going to die if I don't follow her. <laughs> That's Honestly, true. that's that sounds pretty fun. Just you know, just the entire dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Maxon, you can go ahead and roll an investigation check with advantage. Ooh, okay. So wait, yeah. investigation. This dark area is where a lot of uh, <laughs> well, you get one more try because you have advantage. That was nine. Oh. So nice. Yeah, that's plus one. So that's already like. So you are able to see webbing around. Wait, what'd you this roll? Level. It was like uh, a 9, a 15, plus 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's like 25. Oh, dang. So you were able to see webbing 
in this dark area however you see no spiders but as you look at the webbing you can definitely notice that it looks to be like human size like this thing looks like it's used to capturing things a lot bigger than bugs huh let's see because i was about to say i'm gonna throw myself in there but i'm pretty sure the word <laughs> Wait, but then aren't you like you know? Stuck to it. You're yes. pretty small, right? Wait, hold on. You said my character? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The character's like how like that would be description. It's like around uh, five eight actually. Oh, so. that's the same height as uh, <laughs> Coral. But the thing is, is that I'm pretty sure that the webbing is so strong that I probably won't get out of it easy. So it's probably not a smart idea, correct? <laughs> I mean, you don't know. You could try. That's on you. <laughs> that's on you to try. You could, like, examine the webbing and, like, kind of, like, feel it out just, like, with your arm if you okay, want. Okay, yeah, let's try that. So that's a d20. Well, as you put your arm towards it, yeah, it is fairly sticky, and it takes, like, a good, like, give me a strength check. It's <laughs> a strength, so that's your, oh, wait. Oh, there you go, it, plus three. Yeah. So. That's, like, 12. Yeah, Um, it takes some effort, but, yeah, you're able to get your arm out, and you can see that. Yeah, this is definitely something that would be a problem for even a human, like Ooh. a humanoid creature. Um, let's see. I look around and try to see if I can spot any any significant amount of bucks to just throw in there, see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, just like, like anything to yeah, throw in there, like any sort of like bugs. Oh, like, like a, a good portion of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Will give that me a nature perception? check. Ooh, nature check. Okay, that is. Negative one. Oh, no. Uh oh. Oh, that's a 10. So, all you are able to find is a uh, kind of little uh, beetle, but it's like, it's just like a tiny beetle. Like, a normal spider might eat this. Oh, I guess I just sort of just toss it in there, like, okay, just like. And you can see that, like, it gets immediately stuck to the web. However, nothing happens. Dang it. It is very stuck, though. Like, this web is made for something way bigger than a bug. This thing is just, like, has no chance of escape. Okay. <laughs> We're bug boy. Good luck. Uh, let's see. Do I have any spells that I could use for... Nope, I only got blessing cure wounds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should... Have... Oh, so go to spells, go to manage, and while we, like, continue, you should pick some more spells, because you should have... Wait, I can do that? Oh, yeah, go up, go to known spells. <gasps> What? And four prepared spells. Okay, so, so yeah. did you want to go to them in the meantime? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Coral, um, give me an investigation check. Okie dokie. Um, Eleven. Eleven. So, this isn't a dark area. This is a very light area. There's a lot of nice-looking wildlife here. However, it doesn't look like exactly the place where you'd find a spider. But, looking to your right, both you and Agron, who was following, notice that there is a little uh, gnome kind of in this same general area. Do you say anything to it, or do you mm -hmm. uh, pay any attention? Yep. Uh, Coral's going to walk up to it. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, Mr. Gnome. Do you know where we can find a giant spider? And as it looks back to you, you can see that it has these little glasses, you know, kind of like the thing that steampunk people would wear. Yeah. It has these, like, little golden glasses with, like, a kind of clear, uh, but sort of opaque uh, lenses. Mm -hmm. And it look it looks at you for a bit, and it says, Um, no! I don't know... What, you're looking for a giant... a spider? Yep, a giant one. No, I'm... I'm trying to find a flower here. 
I don't think there's a lot of spiders here. There's a lot of flowers. Where? Oh, okay. <laughs> she kind of just gives up. <laughs> and seeing that, seeing Coral look very defeated, the gnome kind of like reaches in their pocket and they're like, cheer up. And they pull out this little rock and you see it's glowing and they hand it to you. What does this do? It glows. Cool. Thank you. No problem. And uh, you can see that now it, it kind of like starts talking to itself. It's like, come on, I got. Where where can I find one of these flowers? And it and it just kind of trails into a conversation with itself. Do you need any help, sir? Um. Yeah. Do you are you are you good with uh nature and stuff? I'm not very good at a uh, wildlife. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Uh, and then he like hands you this little picture, and you can see that it has like this flower. It's this note that has this little flower on it, and it has really uh, white petals. But on the inside, you can see that it has like a little red sort of a uh, stem. And he says, "I'm supposed to find one of these, and apparently, I'm also not supposed to touch it because it's poisonous. But I can't find it." Uh huh. Well, let me see if I can help you out there. It looks familiar. Give me a nature check. I got you, fam. Fourteen. Fourteen. So yeah, um, as you look at it, you recognize this is actually something that's not common where you're from, but it's definitely there, and you've definitely seen it before. Um, this is something that um, you actually know as people call it a poison pot plant because the petals kind of form like a little thing that like looks like it could hold liquid <laughs> and there's like a certain time of the season where when it starts to like uh, bloom more this liquid gets secreted and the liquid inside is very poisonous like it, it can uh it can take someone out with just like a drop of it oh <laughs> but yeah you know that okay well um as long as you don't touch the inside of it and just touch the stem you should be okay Oh, okay. Well, um, thank you. I uh, do you you do you have any idea where I might find it? Hmm. They usually grow around water near trees that grow by it, underneath the shade of the tree. He's like water. Got it. And he starts bolting off to the river where you guys were just in as well. Be careful for the tentacle monster. And he turns back for a second. He's like, and then uh, I take out the tentacle that I have. I start waving at it like, <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> He doesn't, he like looks to you guys and he doesn't say anything. He's just, he has this look of like panic on his face. And then he turns back around and tor goes towards the river again, but this time a lot slower. And uh, yeah, you guys, I mean, you didn't find a giant spider, but you did help one of your classmates. Oh, that was a classmate, got you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. We, we just wasted our time. <laughs> and just as a heads up, I got my spells all picked out, so. Ooh. But um, she feels good about herself. That's good. You did good. Coral's a lawful good. So. <laughs> you did what good. a sweetheart. Well, you know, I am a lawful neutral, so it's it's whatever, you know? <laughs> and Coral just kind of took over the conversation. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, you know, we're wasting our time. We should just go. But Max and we'll cut to you again for a second. Oh, so, right. yeah, you are it. currently... You you found a lot of webbing. What's uh what's your next move? All right. So since I have the option of 
uh, for the first level spell, detect poison and disease. Ooh. Is it possible for me to use that to try and see if there's any nearby spiders? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. I'm gonna cast so that. we're going to cast that baby. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Did I already... Oh, whoops. Let me just take that. Okay. Yeah, we cast one. And what's... uh? So every cleric has like a holy symbol that helps with their spells. What was yours again? Or if you just want to make one on the spot. Uh, let's see. Holy symbol on the spot, I guess it's going to be like... It could be anything from like an amulet to like a piece of wood. I do believe mine was an cross. amulet actually. Mm, so mm-hmm. amulet time, babes. Yeah. So as you grab the little amulet, and it is that's blue. Like, oh, okay. So as you grab this little uh, blue amulet that's wrapped around your neck, you see that and like it starts to glow and it's almost like your vision sort of changed and you kind of see like green tints everywhere. Um, at one point you notice this flower that seems to have like almost like a pot like uh, structure and it has like uh, some kind of liquid in the center you have Ooh, no idea what this things? flower is though <laughs> oh no and you also notice though Touch that it. there's no. a huge little sort of green thing in your eyesight like there's this little green blob that's just like a little bit of ways into the dark forest part i go after that other creature the one that's like just in the distance mm-hmm. so i'll check out that little pot thing later <laughs> later though <laughs> As you uh, continue forward, you notice that it seems to not be moving. Are you? How are you going about this? Do you want to try it stealthily, or do you just want to go? I for use it? the caution. Mm. So do I do like a stealth yeah, check? Yeah, give me a stealth check. That's a that's a seven. Seven. So yeah, that's your stealth. And as you draw near towards it, you can see that it looks to be. At first, it looked to be like the size of what a giant spider might be. However, looking in, you see this thing is an egg sack. And where it looked like one giant green blob, as you get closer, you can see that inside there's just these little tiny green markers that sort of show up in your eyesight. In theory, that sounds adorable, but realistically, that's (laughs) terrifying as hell. (laughs) And so, yeah, what do you do about this? Shake it. Shake it. You know, I lost it just the conscious in my head. Let's shake it just a little bit. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> a bad no. idea. <laughs> That's yeah. a bad you idea. You make the mom come and then you could extract your so venom while she attacks you. You <laughs> kind of like That's the problem. You kind of move it around with your arms and you shake it, and you see some that a lot of the little sort of eggs don't move. However, Aww. you also see that some little tiny spiders come crawling out. <gasps> And the problem is, Ooh. this egg sack is made of webbing. So as you try and break free, your arms are stuck to this thing. Great job! Give me a strength check. Oh no, the you said horror. to shake it, not to <laughs> shake it. I said shank. The uh, hard NK. I said shake. Oh, oh no, you made a mistake, bud. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's a 13. That's wait, a 16. Oh, that's a, wait. Because 13 plus that's 3. Oh, that's nasty. a strength check. That's really nasty. Wait. Oh, Where's you're making strength, so just like your raw strengths. Oh, th- that's where it is. So, okay, a 16. Yeah. Oh, wow, you, I did it. Yeah, you were able to break out. However, like a few of the spiders have made it on your hands. <laughs> and you see these little green things crawling around over you. Uh, Maxon is only screaming. <laughs> <laughs> screaming and shaking. And the stuff off. <laughs> How old are spiders when they like create the venom, though? Um, they, ha- these spiders, well, that's something you want to roll history. 
Oh lord, is that, is that a six is or still twenty? That would be a twenty. Game. That's seven plus negative. One. That's a six. So yeah. you're not sure. You have no idea how old these things might be. They could be newborns, or they could be like a year old, oh, as no. far as you know. And now we'll cut back to Thrain. <laughs> Thrain I'm still making my way to Bun yeah. Bun. Yeah, you're a about to. Yeah. yeah, sorry. And, <laughs> and it doesn't take too much longer to get there. You actually. Completed your quest fairly fast, and Bun Bun looks to you and he says, oh, "Are you done already?" I'm just gonna hand him the tinder. I need the tinder box back. And as he takes the tinder box, and he hears this little shaking inside, and he opens it, and the little hummingbird flies out, and he says, "Wow, you did it!" And then he looks at the egg, and he's like, "What is this? Is this an egg?" What does it look like? <laughs> well, I um. <laughs> This was unnecessary. However, you do receive full credit. So, um, you can be proud of that. Um, and then he, like, takes the egg out. I'll, don't worry, I'll return that later. And he hands you back the tinderbox. Well, um, perfect. You were actually were the first to complete your quest. That was very fast. Good on you. There will be a bit of extra credit in it for that. Now... Um, I suppose for the meantime, you can wait here with me and we can have fun stories about adventuring as you wait for more people to show up. Oh, no. I walk away and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect. And as he you ain't a dwarf. <laughs> and as you see Thrain walk away, we cut back to, uh, we'll, we'll say Coral and Agron. Yeah, that sounds good. You guys, um, I will say you definitely heard the scream if you want to react to it. You don't necessarily recognize it as the person you just helped. Coral's awful good, so she's going to be like, oh no, Agron, there's someone in trouble. We should go help them. I love this. Okay, uh, we must go help. Wait, do you like the voice or do you just like Oh no, the- the, your situation, you're just like helping people only. You're not doing your mission. <laughs> and so as you guys head off towards this voice, the first thing you run into is another elf. However, this elf looks to have very darkish uh, appearance and you can see that its hair looks to be like a very bright white. And what, what do you say anything to it? Hello, do you know where the screaming came from? Was that you? And they turn to you and they look and they kind of scoff and like, ugh, and they just continue walking. Well, screw you too. (laughs) (laughs) And they turn back instantly and they say, excuse me, what did you say? Nothing. (laughs) Give me a persuasion check. Her persuasion's really high. This is what happens when you give (laughs) sass. Oh, it's a seven. And they kind of draw in closer to you and they say, I will have you know that I am a very proud member of my family and anyone who disgraces me or any one of them will have words to say with me. So I, I ask, what did you say to me? Boy, if you get any closer to me, I will scoop you up in a little bubble of of water and drown you until you can't speak or make even just bubbles of air. Give me an intimidation check. Uh Oh, Oh, wait, that's still good. So much for a lawful good. 17. (laughs) 17. (laughs) 
And this is something they definitely didn't expect, and that's fairly obvious as you look at their face. And you can tell that they're used to getting their way about most things, Ooh. but as they see that you're actually willing to be put up a fight, something they were not expecting, they kind of turn away and scoff again and say, oh, and you just hear them mumble to themselves as they walk. You won. <laughs> Coral smiles proudly. And and while during this exchange, her like hair was like rising even more because it already mm. floats, mm. and just like going in an aura around her head. Mm. So now she's like, "Okay, Agron, that guy's taken care of. Let's go find our friend." What does Agron think about what just happened? <laughs> so throughout, you know, doing that, the whole thing, you know, you know, being the uh, orc buff guy, I'm a little scared. <laughs> I'm a little scared. <laughs> and. Yeah, we cut back to Maxon, okay. who has just be- belted themselves free from this spider egg sack. And completely l- covered, well, not completely covered, but there's yeah. still spiders. Yeah. What, uh, what do you do now? How vigorously do I have to shake my entire body, basically convulsing, in order to get these things off of me? I would definitely say not that vigorously. However, the stress of the moment probably makes you shake very vigorously. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, come on. That's a, that's a eight. So you try and shake these things off. However, you... It's not working. Not only that, you... These spiders look to be creatures that can remain calm under calm circumstances. However, in this very panicked shaking, one of them does take a bite. <laughs> Are they poisoned? Oh that's God. how we know if they're venomous. And yeah, so you will go ahead and roll. Uh, you, the pincers, they're little baby pincers. They don't actually hurt. However, you feel something rush into your veins. Uh-oh. Are we on the drugs? Because I feel like this could be the drugs. <laughs> you take a D10 of uh, poison damage. Oh, oh that's God. a 10. Oh, no, you're down, bucko. I'm literally dead. Oh, so as this poison <laughs> flows through your body, it immediately courses through your veins and in through your entire body. This potent mix of chemicals just brings you to your knees and you collapse on the ground instantly. Great job. Hands, it was nice knowing you, buddy. It was. So, before Agron and uh, Coral arrive, give me a death saving throw. Now, this is worth noting for any listeners. Um, if you make death saving throws, three failures of any number lower than 10 means, yeah, you're, you're dead. Um, three successes means you're not back up, but you're not in danger of dying relatively soon. Okay, so I must ask, since... Maxon is a cleric. Can he channel Leia and I to help him? Or is this completely on him? Normally, you could. However, not while you're down. Dang. Okay. Let's Your see if God's I die. God's not going to help you here. He's not going to help me. One, two, three. Thirteen. That's one success. And at this point, Coral and Agron do arrive. Okay. So. Maxon, what happened? Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. I thought yeah. I had to do three. Uh, <laughs> well, Maxon is dead. Well, so yeah, as you say that, down, you see this, down. yeah, you see this body on the ground that doesn't respond. Oh my God, Maxon is dead. What do we do? What do we do? Should we go to the headmaster? What? What, what do we do? Wait, uh, is, she starts uh, panicking. And is, is, there, is there still like you know tiny little spiders around her body? Yes. As you draw in closer to the body, you notice the egg sac that's 
about 10 feet away from the body. Is it ready to burst or no? No, it looks Good. to be, yeah, fairly stable. Uh, However, there are spiders actually crawling around on it now that it's been disturbed. Ah, there's spiders! <gasps> you know, I'll take care of them! What I mainly thought of when um, when Maxon passed out was that the spider, the tiny little spider just starts spinning webs around her. Mm-hmm. Trying to eat. Mm-hmm. Around him. Around him is still trying to gonna eat. Well, there's no giant spider around at the moment. Oh, <laughs> thank heavens, Earl's. And all right, I, th- I thought that was gonna be a giant spider doing that. <laughs> so Coral's kind of like panicking at this point. So Agron better do something before she goes <clears throat> crazy. So, you know, I, I just pick up Maxon on the shoulder, and I turn to um, on that shoulder Coral maybe. and said, "We must run, run now." <laughs> But what about the venom? We still need to get the venom. And at this point, I'm going to ask Max and give me one more death saving throw. And we'll see. Pray to, pray to the R in Jesus. Wait. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's on the 60. That's a one. I want to so die. A natural one means two failures. <gasps> yep. So one more. Oh, and Max no. will have to deal with whatever consequences lie ahead. Watch me cry. Um, can I try to help Paxson up? Wait, does that one count? Yeah. I, I think, oh, I think you well, can, you don't yeah. have to make the oh. other one yet. So oh, yeah. thank okay. you. Okay, I'll, take, I'll just take that. Well, I'm just saying, you know, we gotta run run away to safety first. Uh, no, 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 no. We still gotta get this venom. That's facts. And so, yeah, well, what are you guys doing? I mean, Agron has the body, so are you, are you running along? Coral's gonna try and... Oh, frick, I didn't do healing hands or any healing stuff. Um, they're gonna try and help him up. Okay, so give me a medicine check. Oh, <clears throat> oh plus three. Lit. Oh, it's a seven. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you look towards the body and you kind of try and parse out what would happen. You have some experience healing, however, you don't have any experience with this venom. You don't know exactly what to do about it. And you can actually see it's visible. This little, This green sort of light flowing through the body. And it just panics you more than anything, <laughs> and you are not able to help. Um, uh, Hagron, you go run him to the professor. He's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he, he's really close to death. And so are you, Thanks is for Agron, trying. Is Hagron <laughs> running towards the professor? Uh, yes. Uh, I just, you know, run as fast as I can. Coral's going to stay back and try to collect some venom. Okay. So she still for me? To fail. Give me one more you know, death thing, saving you know? throw, Max. Mm. One more uh, one, and we'll see what happens. It was nice knowing y'all. Please, please, please. I'm dead. That's a failure. Now, um, yeah, so Maxon has reached three failures on the death saving throw. How wonderful. And, uh, yeah, so we'll find out what death means in the next episode. Time to die. <laughs> I'm still and... collecting venom. <laughs>